Hey guys, hope you are having a great day. It is day one of our reading of the things concerning himself. Uh, day one is where we're at. And so uh, today being December the 1st, remember, uh, we're going to be here for the next 25 days, uh, reading through and just following through that advent of each day uh, and going through the Old Testament and then going into the New Testament and seeing Christ from the beginning to the end, to that of his birth. So if y'all had a great day, I've got my Bible here. I got my book here. And what I want to do is I want to start by reading in the book of Genesis. So let's go to Genesis chapter three. And we're going to read verses four, uh, 14 through 15. Genesis chapter three, verses 14 through 15. And again, remember, we're going to start with the beginning. So I'm going to read the Bible and then we'll read uh, the book, uh, the book that we're reading uh, that was sent to us for the Christmas Advent. Genesis chapter three, verses 14 through 15. And the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, cursed are you more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field. And on your belly shall you go and dust shall you eat all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. And he shall bruise you on the head and you shall bruise him on the heel. And so here we go. Let's get started. In the words of Maria in the sound of music, let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. It's December the 1st, and we are starting our journey through the Old Testament, which will culminate in the birth of Jesus. So why shouldn't we start in the first book, or why should we why shouldn't we start in the first book of the Bible? You might have to read the above passage, and we did in Genesis chapter 3, verses 14 through 15. It seems weird. Why would we start a season that focuses on the coming of Jesus with God cursing the serpent in the garden? Great question. The answer is because this is where we see the very first glimpse into God's rescue plan for humanity. Theologians have dubbed this passage the Proto-Evangelion, which is a fancy Latin way of saying the first gospel. The reason they have done this is because it contains a promise that God is going to send someone to crush the head of the serpent, which we all know is Satan. As you know, God gave Adam and Eve one command to follow. They could eat from any tree of the garden except from the one in the middle called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. However, when they failed to keep this command, God disciplined them. We see several consequences of this for mankind, like increased difficulty in work in the land and increased pain in childbearing. Then we see that God cursed the serpent, Satan's instrument in the garden, and then Satan himself. But even in this punishment, this just punishment, we can see the grace of God. There are several ways that we see this. First, God didn't kill them immediately. They were told that they would surely die if they disobeyed, but God didn't execute them on the spot. Instead, we see that they and we became mortal. Instead of living forever with God on earth, we now have a, have a ticking clock that will lead to our physical death. But secondly, God promised to provide a remedy for our sin. He promised that he was going to send someone that was going to crush Satan's head. The Bible says in Genesis 3.15, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. And he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. 
There are two aspects of this passage that really stand out in significance. First, notice that God talks about her offspring. Isn't it interesting that he doesn't say their offspring, referring to Adam and Eve, but instead it's simply her offspring. This is interesting because it could be the first hint of the virgin birth of Christ. Secondly, it's a little confusing because it talks about bruising heels and heads. What should we make of this? The significance here is not about the bruising, but about the objects being bruised. This word for bruise is also translated crush. In the some versions and in Job 9 verse 17, God was going to send someone who would be born, who would be born of a woman and maybe not with the help of a man, right? And he would be injured by Satan. See also the hint towards a suffering servant. He would have his heel crushed by the serpent, but this coming redeemer was going to crush the head of the serpent of Satan himself. So what should we be thinking about this first day of December as we are anticipating Christmas? We should marvel at God's plan for our salvation. We need to step back, reflect on the fact that even though we have an all-powerful, just God who will not let sins go unpunished, he also takes it upon himself to deal eternally with our sin. At that very moment of our, of our first sin, we can see that God had a plan to save us. From the beginning, we can see that God is not only wholly just, he is also wholly gracious. And not only that, but he also sees his grace in letting us know, even just a little bit, about what he is up to in his plan to bring us back to a relationship with himself. So it's day one, December one, guys. We start all the way back in Genesis. Genesis, that of chapter three, verses 14 and 15. And then from here on out, we're gonna see how it's just woven all through the scriptures and that of eventually on December the 25th, us going to that Luke chapter two passage and hearing those words, good news to all men. Hope you all have a great day. Enjoy this, this December the 1st. Get your copy. I've posted it on our Facebook page. Uh, get your copy of this book and follow along with us. Hope you all have a blessed day. See ya.